Welcome to the next in the series of my journey of discovery. My name is Suzanne and I'm a life coach. In this episode, I share my journey through my life in boxes. I have moved many times in my life, never quite managing to stay in one place for longer than nine or ten years. This is the story of my life in boxes. I moved from my beloved childhood home, which was on a farm in the beautiful Surrey countryside, to a council house close to Gatwick Airport when I was nine, after my dad had suffered badly with mumps turning him against the cattle he worked with and loved. I blame myself for this for nearly 50 years, as I believed that it was me who gave dad the mumps, after I'd had it as a child. But recently, during a period of therapy, I was challenged about this, and after finding my mum's little red book, where she'd recorded all our childhood illnesses, I found that I was not the cause of dad's illness at all. Yes, I'd had mumps first, but it was months later that dad went down with it. The knowledge of that was like a great weight lifting from my shoulders. I had been carrying that guilt since I was eight years old, and the knock-on effect from this was to unravel more mysteries about my childhood. These mysteries are still too raw for me to openly talk about, but I will, when the time's right for me, share them with you. The next move was from our council house to the first and only house that mum and dad bought together. This move involved mum, dad, my brother and I, early one Sunday morning taking a corner each of my dad's much-loved greenhouse and walking it the half mile up the road to the position I believe it still stands in today. This was quite a spectacle, with the local paper shop owner stopping his car in disbelief at the sight. This was to be our family home until my dad passed away. Many, many memories were made there, both happy and sad. My third move was to move out from the protection of my parents and into my first home with my future hobby. Gosh, what a shock that was, as at 19 I thought I knew it all. Fact was, I hadn't got a clue. Thankfully, I've always been very practical, and so when the washing machine needed plumbing in, I was able to work out how to do it. Good job too, as there wasn't Google back then. But I didn't much like laying on the floor inside the MFI wardrobes as Hubby was building them around me. I'm sure there must have been a better way to do that. Then, at 22, a massive reality check. I still remember the sudden dawning of realisation that this little bundle laying in the crib beside my bed was totally dependent upon me. I was the only one in the world that this baby girl could rely on to feed and keep her safe. Gosh, I was a mother. A few years later, we moved out to a village with our first daughter and another one on the way. What a day that was. Parents everywhere. All well-intended help, but in the end far too overwhelming and I burst into tears when things just wouldn't work out right. The hormones were blamed rather than the fussing that was going on around me all day. This house was the best and the worst. Our family grew and blossomed. The house was extended and modernised. The garden landscaped and became a fabulous playground for our children and their friends. But then it was torn apart. Holes quite literally appeared in walls and doors overnight after the previous night's arguments. How did we ever think that our girls would not be affected by what they heard and saw? The next move involved my car being packed with suitcases and toys and the short journey to a rented cottage in the next village. Here there was peace and time to breathe. The girls became children again, playing, laughing and happy in their surroundings. One of the first jobs I did in the house was to clean the windows. Not a job I generally enjoy, but I think it was significant in a way. 
cleaning away all the grime that had built up before my eyes, stopping the sun from entering my life and then allowing it to shine, were then the new beginnings to start. We were only there about a year before I went back to work and was able to buy my own flat. I can still remember the panic in my heart the day my first mortgage payment was due. I knew there was plenty of money in the account, but until I could see that the payment had been made, I was scared something would go wrong. A couple of years later, I finally moved out of the country of my birth into Kent, which was all of five miles away from my previous flat. My girls grew into young women here and life was more settled in the main. After a while and a change of partners, I eventually modernised this property too, just in time to decide to move again, this time to what became my adopted county, Derbyshire. Back into the country and life in an old mining village beckoned. More DIY and modernisation to this house too, but I always had a feeling that I was just the custodian for this house. Every alteration that was made was done with one eye on one day it becoming a family home again, but not for my family. And this was borne out when my life was torn apart yet again in a devastating way. But before I said goodbye to this house and moved on again, I was finally able to realise who I was and how I had hidden that for so many years. This next move was to be the one that contributed to the breakdown of my relationship with my now adult daughters. I made decisions during this time that I have taken responsibility for, but have not been able to rectify. And that will stay with me until such time as my girls are able to create a path forward for us all to travel. I accept that this is in their hands and all I can do is be patient and wait. And then we come to my current abode, my happy place. Would you believe I'm living in a city, but only 200 yards from a beautiful park and lake. My time here has already seen the biggest change and growth in me as a person. My confidence and self-belief have gone through the roof. I'm such a different person to the one I was when I first moved in here, and that was only 15 months ago. I have no desire to move again. I'm safe, physically, mentally and spiritually. Maybe it's because I'm heading towards my 60s, but now I feel so much peace and understanding about my past. I know I cannot change any of it, but I can and do take responsibility for it. I have learnt how not to make those same mistakes again, how to break those damaging patterns and live being the best version of myself I can be. As for the future, if I never move again, I will not be disappointed to have this as my final destination. Until the next time. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I would really appreciate your feedback. You can find me at Hypnosis Life Coaching on Facebook, Instagram or LinkedIn. Join me again soon for the next in the series.